0: Hi everybody, I'm Gloria Moraga. This is the Political Woman Podcast. Thanks for being here. How are you all? (sighs) My sister called tonight and said, have you seen the moon? It's beautiful. And I went outside and I couldn't find it. (laughs) Oh lordy. Well, I'm having trouble with my computer. It's my keyboard. My keyboard is not working and it's a wireless keyboard. And in a fit of rage, I ordered a new one that I could ill afford because I'm just gonna get one with a cord because this wireless thing I love, right? love to sit back and type just can't do it I'm just I keep having to take the battery out put the battery back in so I have a script that I've written for this podcast but I don't know we'll see because I'm trying to clean it up right now clean up the script make it sound a little bit better and the keyboard won't work I produced a video on this story yesterday maybe days of run together here's what I'm doing. I'm trying to do a deeper dive, what we used to call in TV. Give us a bigger story, a deeper dive into the story. Get some background. Find out who these people are. So I'm doing a deeper dive on the Georgia 18, taking groups of them that are involved in some of these alleged crimes that were committed in Georgia I am, I will just honestly tell you, I am obsessed with the people who have basically ruined their lives for Donald Trump. And apparently there are a lot of these people. You know, when I first heard Michael Cohen's story, it was like, why did he do this? Why did this kind of funny personable obviously talented lawyer become the quote fixer for this piece of trash donald trump and i'm sorry so many people just when i talk about trump just love him just oh they just people love him and i don't i don't get it i don't understand i, I I don't understand, but here's what's even worse than the people who are following him and giving him money. Worse is the people who had something going for them in their lives. I mean, they had careers. They were lawyers. You go to law school, you know, you're with your mom and your dad the day you graduate from law school, and then you have to pass your bar exam. and It's a big deal. It's like being a doctor, but obviously not as intense, but it's, it's a, it's a skill. It's, it's, it's work. And they just poof, poof, threw it away. Just like that for Donald Trump. Now you think deep down in their hearts, they must have just believed so much in this man. But how, how, why? You know, there were other people who were called into the Capitol in Georgia to be, become, quote, fake electors, unquote, and they walked out. They didn't stay. They walked out of the room and walked away, but yet people stayed, and now they've been booked, and we see their mug shots all over. They're a graphic now on CNN and Fox and my station, MSNBC, station I like. So I just think about them. And tomorrow, which will probably be today, by the time I finish this and post it, by the time you listen to it, the Oath Keepers are going to be sentenced. They had pre-trial hearing today. And some of the wonderful police officers from the insurrection from January 6th who were hurt testified at the at the hearing on so on Tuesday yeah the oath keepers you know remember donald trump said stand back and stand by okay yeah i couldn't believe it when he said that i couldn't be, i was stunned. I mean, there are so many things he has said that are just unbelievable. He's really hurt this country in more ways than I can even go into. But back to the people who have given, people give their money, and now these 18 people are going to (laughs) have to fight these charges because you are innocent until proven guilty. But it's expensive. Hiring a lawyer is expensive. I had to hire a lawyer once and it drained my bank account. It just drained. Gone. Like that. Pulling the plug on the bathtub and you see the water swirling down. I mean, there are other things I could say, but it's just lawyers are really expensive and we all are taught right from wrong, why? All right, so you can see I'm getting way off track because my script, I can't type. (laughs) All right, here we go. So the deeper dive into three of the Georgia 18, and hopefully I'll get them all done in the next couple of weeks because who knows when these trials are gonna begin. I'm gonna focus on the three who allegedly harassed Ruby Freeman, election worker, and her daughter, Shay Moss. Now, they testified before the January 6th committee hearing, and when they did, I was stunned at how their lives were ruined by allegations. That they did something wrong after the election. And they didn't do anything wrong. They were investigated. There was, there was, they did nothing except be at the, except be election workers. And then at one point, someone asked in the hearing, what were you handing your mother when they were accusing uh, them of stuffing the ballot boxes? And I think she said, "A, a a ginger mint? Uh, it's just, it's unbelievable. There are three people who are charged in connection with the harassment of Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Shea Moss. They are Harrison Floyd, Stephen Lee, and Trayvon Cuddy. Remember a couple of weeks ago, I was saying people, their names and I couldn't, figure out how to pronounce Cuddy. It's K-U-T-T-I. That's how it's pronounced, Cuddy. So they are charged, in addition to racketeering charge, they are charged in connection with what was done to Ruby Freeman and her daughter after the election. And this is from the indictment, quote, in furtherance of the scheme, members of the enterprise traveled from out of state to harass Freeman, intimidate her, and solicit her to falsely confess to election crimes that she did not commit, unquote. So that's from the uh, indictment. And there is video. Here's, I'll describe the video. There's video of Stephen Lee, who is a pastor, and when a an officer, a cop, approaches him because uh, Ruby Freeman called the police because he was pounding on her door, and then he went out and sat in her car, his car, Ruby Freeman called the police because she had people doing this, stalking her. And the police approached him, and he said, I'm one of you, as if he's a cop. I don't know if he's a part-time officer or what, but that's what he said. So he's charged with, in addition to racketeering, election worker intimidation. And I don't have all the exact charges in front of me. He is facing five felonies. But he was banging on her door, stalking her, parked outside her house. And I'll play this clip. I'll play a little bit of it and then explain it. But I also don't want to create trouble either. Okay. But it would be, it would be nice if I could talk to her and, and if she- she, she did call you folks? hmm. She called she us before when you were first knocking on the door? Yeah. And then she canceled us, I think, when you left, and then right. she noticed you were still in the area, so she called us back. I had to go my bladder. Okay. And I'm also working with some folks who were trying to help Ruby out. Okay. Okay. Um, and also get some truth on what's going on. Okay. So I'm prior law enforcement. I am a sergeant out of California. I okay. Know. Yeah, I mean, she was, she was calling about the vehicle. She said Red Ford. That exactly yeah. that's it's or... me okay. I, I, I knocked on the door earlier okay and I and I've tried getting her message she's you know she's terribly spooked I'm not here to hurt her I'm not here to mm-hmm. cause any problems or anything like that I can verify who I am for uh, you to your satisfaction but I also don't want to create trouble either okay but it would be it would be nice if I could talk to her so yeah underneath in these clips that we've got there's this kind of threat of oh, I want to help you. If I could just help her, if I could just talk to her, I I can help her and I can get to the bottom of this. So they were just trying to pressure her to say that she did something wrong and she didn't do anything wrong. She had death threats. The FBI came to her house and said, I'm sorry, you have to leave your house Here's that clip from her talking about that to the January 6th committee. Around the week of January 6th, the FBI informed me that I needed to leave my home for safety. Um, and I left my home for safety around that time. Understood, how, how long did you stay? Uh, did you you know, remain outside of your home for your own safety? I, I stayed away from my home for approximately two months. It was horrible. I felt homeless. I felt, you know, I can't believe, I can't believe this person has caused this much damage to me and my family Um, to have to leave my home that I've lived there for 21 years. And, you know, I'm having to have my neighbors watch out for me, you know, um, and I have to go and stay with somebody. It was hard. It was horrible. It's just horrible. That clip goes on and on. She talks about having to leave her house, about never feeling safe. That's what Stephen Lee allegedly did, alleged pastor. And then Cuddy was a publicist for somebody. She was recruited to talk to Ruby Freeman as well. And this guy, Stephen Lee, apparently said to someone, we need to get a black person to talk to Ruby Freeman because Ruby Freeman's black. And so they got this Cuddy woman to come and talk to Ruby Freeman. And her too, in her soundbite, I can play a little bit of it, but it's really hard to understand. I'll play a tiny little clip for you, and then I'll explain it. step over there if you're, okay. if you're comfortable. Okay. That's fine? Yeah, I, I want her to be comfortable, but I also want to advise her that there are federal people who are involved here that I don't know who is connected to who. And I, I really need for her to be as nonchalant as... As possible, so if you watch the video of that clip, you will see you can see the closed caption, and you can see that she's saying things like, "Something's going to happen to you, and you, we need to get you away from here." I mean, they're not threatening her, but they're saying that something's going to happen, and you better let us help you." And there's that undercurrent of threat, you know, whereas I would have said. I would have gone off and started screaming at them and I would probably be dead. So those are the, those are two. And then the third man is Harrison Floyd. Harrison Floyd was a leader for Black Voices for Trump and he's facing three charges, just like Cuddy. And he's one of the defendants who couldn't make bail. And he complained to the judge that he didn't have enough money And I'll just read this is quote from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Floyd had a hearing in front of Superior Court Judge Emily Richardson at the Fulton County courtroom Friday afternoon. So that was last Friday. The issue of bond will not be addressed today, the judge told him. That's going to be addressed by Judge McAfee, who's the judge in this, going to be the judge in this case. Um, that's what the judge told Floyd. And then Floyd said he has no attorney and hiring one would cost him 40000 to $60,000. And this is money he did not have. And the judge said, well, someone else is going to have to deal with this, not me. And he had to stay in jail all weekend because he didn't have money to bail out. But also because he allegedly assaulted some FBI agents who showed up and I don't know why. I don't know what the FBI agents were doing at his house, but they showed up to issue a warrant or something, and he allegedly attacked them. So that was kind of why he remained in jail. Everybody else bailed out. But then I read today that he's out now. So those are the three people charged with harassing and intimidating, Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Moss. I looked at all the counts and I do not see that Trump or Rudy Giuliani were charged in particular with harassing Ruby Freeman or Shea Moss. All of them are charged. There are 41 charges that are laid out in the indictment. They're all charged with the RICO racketeering. They say that the that, that Georgia 18 plus one, so 19 members of of an alleged criminal enterprise. And they falsely accused Freeman of committing election crimes, allegations they repeated to Georgia officials in attempt to persuade them that the election results were tainted and should be overturned. Well, Ruby Freeman is mentioned in the call that Trump made to Brad Raffensburg. So he's Trump is not specifically charged with intimidation of election worker, but he is charged with RICO racketeering, and she falls under that. The indictment, however, also notes that there was false testimony from former Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani, who accused Freeman and others of passing around USB drives at State Farm Arena in Atlanta. Which was used at a polling place. Now, those accusations stem from a video of Freeman and Shea Moss, Freeman's daughter, who was also a poll worker. So this video was circulated on conservative social media sites in the wake of the 2020 election, and they were not passing around USB drives. It was a junior mint. Trump mentioned the pair during his January 2nd, 2021 call with Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, the conversation in which Trump requested that the Republican official find votes to flip the results of the state from a Biden victory to Trump. And then the president referred to Freeman as a, quote, professional vote scammer and hustler. He targeted her again, in a January post on his Truth Social platform, he wrote, quote, what is the great state of Georgia to do with the Ruby Freeman mess, unquote. And that apparently set off all the crazies. So all the crazies started calling her, threatening her, stalking her, and they had to move her from her house because she was, the FBI was worried she was going to be killed. So what Freeman and Moss did was they filed a lawsuit against Giuliani because he promoted a lot of these lies. And get this, I've reported this already, Giuliani conceded in federal court that he made false statements about the two women, in addition to saying his comments were defamatory. Now, A Giuliani legal advisor attempted to walk back the former New York mayor's concession in a statement to The Guardian. Both Trump and Giuliani faced 13 charges in total. So that's that. Now, Giuliani has already admitted that he lied. And when people asked him about that, they asked Giuliani about it, he says, well, it was just a legal, you know, it was just a legal thing. It doesn't mean that I really did anything wrong. I mean he said something along those lines. This is a real lawyer speak. He was a lawyer, but he's his license has been suspended. So he can't practice law, and now Trump's gonna have a big fundraising event for him at Mar-a-Lago. On the good side of all of this, President Biden awarded both Freeman and Moss the President's Citizens Medal. And Biden said this: history will remember your names. Remember your courage and remember your bravery. Biden said at a White House ceremony with the mother and daughter in attendance. So that's the story, the backstory, the deeper dive into three of the Georgia 18. And this story, this case is filled with people honestly who have ruined their lives for what? For a lie. And that's why it's more important than ever that we all stick together on this and we vote. I read a statistic the other day. It's more than a million. It's I'll look it up and I'll have it for next time. Millions. Eligible voters did not vote in the last election. And I know people get sick of hearing about this. I know that. But it's important. And we have to vote. We have to get together to vote. And vote these people out. Our democracy is in jeopardy. I don't know what's going to happen if this guy gets back in. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman. I vote. Please vote. Please stick with me. I'm working on my podcast as soon as I get my new keyboard on the 19th Amendment and legal scholars saying that Trump is not eligible to be president, which I totally 100% agree with after reading the Constitution and that part over and over and over again. and am reading everything that these geniuses have to say. So They'll have that next in the next podcast i'm gloria moraga political woman please subscribe please subscribe to me on youtube and tiktok i need support we've got to gear up for next year i'm working on my website my website crashed so i'm gonna have that up and running hopefully soon as soon as i get a keyboard <laughs> take care be safe